Good morning. Good morning. Java Delight will uplift you. Stay tuned. The show is about to begin. Grab your coffee. Stay tuned. This show is about to begin. Sorry, we are a bit late. How are you doing, Uncle Bob? I'm doing okay. How are you guys Hi, doing? Hi, guys. Today? Hi, Britt, Shauna. Hi, guys. Brandon is on his way. It's one of those days where everything is just upside down. Um, we have load shedding again, so our electricity is going off at six. So if I don't say bye, it's because everything just went off. Um, we got stuck in traffic on our way there. Our car overheated. It is summer weather in the middle of spring. We, we're dying of heat. So welcome, Uncle Bob. Hi, sweetheart. How are you today? I'm so good. How are you? I'm doing much better today. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy to see you. We missed you. Yeah, I missed you guys last week too. I just didn't have any uh, Wi-Fi last week, man. It was oh, one of those things. <laughs> it is. It happens, eh? It happens. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I thought about it today. I think I think that when 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 it's not your time to talk, then it's because you don't have a message now. The message must come out when you have Wi-Fi. So right, yeah. <laughs> I've got a phobia of being late. So I've been going the whole time. Jeez, I'm late, I'm late, I'm late. My anxiety is all over the floor. It is forking Friday. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. fork traffic, fork everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no doubt. It's, it's one of those days, man. I'm glad this week's over. I'm glad this two weeks is over, man. It's been it's been a crazy couple of weeks, man. It has, Uncle Bob. What has happened in the last two weeks with you? We haven't seen you in a while. Uh, it's been kind of rough. Uh, a lot of, a lot more death. I had uh, a couple friends, uh, uh, kids um, commit suicide in the last couple of weeks. It, it's just been kind of rough. I've been dealing with a lot of uh, uh, issue, family, emotional issues and stuff for a couple of weeks. So uh, it was last week and the week before last i just like i had i had to get away so i just jumped on bullwinkle and i i rode about a thousand miles just looking for where this road went or that road went i just i just had to get away and get some air and i i managed to do that so it was pretty good but then i came back and went right back into it again man <laughs> that's the thing it doesn't go Hi, away Say hello people <laughs> Hi, <laughs> Minnie Me. I can't just see you, Kitty Little Susie. Okay, Mama will put on. Sorry, oh, she yeah. hasn't seen me. 
She hasn't seen me in over three weeks. Oh, no. So when I got to school, the teacher said hide away. And then she told her, your mommy's not coming. And then she walked and she was like looking so sad. And I felt so sorry. And I just popped out my head and she went crazy, ran. You just saw suitcases fly and everything. Oh, Brandon, yeah. Brandon is also, he got stuck in traffic. There you are. The trio is back together. I, I I have to be honest, I could make you all laugh with how my morning's gone. <laughs> like, I think everybody can. It was like I, I feel like today has like here. I, I think I could explain today with like something as simple as just what I'm about to show you. Um so here, let me pull this in, and this will be how my day started. All right. And I think all of us can agree this is a great way to not want to start your day. And I apologize for being late. Let's start here. This is my face. Okay. As I'm trying to leave the house, this is my face. And you see, I'm just sad. I'm disappointed. Why would I be that disappointed? Because I went to wake up this morning and the dog pooped in my slippers last night. Oh, no. <laughs> you can see. Watch, I zoom in because I'm like, not just in it. I didn't just step in it. I step in it and go, what the hell am I? I, I like the step in squish. It goes between your toes. And you're like, oh my god! Like, oh, it sucks so bad. I was so disappointed, and the truth is. I laughed it off. All I can say is, you know what? It's just the start of a shitty day, and I gotta make the best of it. So then I leave, and I go. There's gotta be some kind of poetic justice in that, Brandon. (laughs) Right? Like, Bob, I can't even tell you how I'm standing there going, okay. Like, I'm like, do I just get a complete shower now, or do I actually not get a shower? Yeah, and just rinse it off. And I'm like, I just rinse it off, right? Yeah, rinsing it off was what I needed to do. How did I feel? Gross, disgusting. Today's recipe from Ryan is uh, Brandon's shitty feet. (laughs) 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 Just had to put that up there. Thanks, Ryan. (laughs) Oh, like, you're not wrong. Like, I, I literally... Right when I stepped down and my foot was halfway in the shoe and I could feel the squish, I was like, oh, God. And the dog, like, woke me up this morning. The puppy was, like, in my face right there, like, love me, love me. And then I step in poop. I'm like, I want to just. He wanted you to to see that he pooped in your shoe. He wanted to show you. Come look, come look what I left you in your shoe. (laughs) Like the tooth fairy. There's many other ways he could have done that. <laughs> I did not need to start with a poop a poop shoe. Who starts their day? Who starts their day with a shit like this? Yeah, yeah. Hey, 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 little one, little one. Where'd she go? She's running away from me. So mama, so mama Gordy asked me why do I only see her so so little? Say hello for Brandon. Hello. 
Hi, beautiful. How are you? <laughs> so, Mama Gotti, I only see her. I, I actually supposed to see her every second weekend, but because I don't have a vehicle and she lives far away. Well, not far, about an hour's drive. But on a Friday, it turns out to a four-hour drive. <laughs> it's like a one hour drive soon to and one hour drive back and everything just went wrong on our trip our car overheated we had to stand next to the garage and wait for it to, to for them to to put water in for it to cool down because there was load shedding so the traffic lights were off and then Auri's fan on her car didn't want to go on so a two hour trip took us four hours and that's why we're late to this morning oh my mine you know what like i said i just stepped in it I think you stepped in it. I think we all had our way of feeling the uh, shit hitting the fan this morning. Is that a fair way of saying this? That yeah. is. I think this Friday has a, a, a identity complex. I think it thinks it's a Monday. <laughs> and it needs For to be real? Right? Right? Like, oh. <laughs> Excuse me. Like, I just, oh my gosh. What a way to start the day. Um, and it's a new moon. Today is the first, the end of the first new moon. So all that energy of the new moon's coming in there. And I'm like, uh-uh, not today, Satan. You are not going to get me. Uh, to, to, mm -mm -mm, not today, Satan. I'll tell you what. Right, Bob? <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Ain't, ain't messing with my head today. <laughs> right? Like, I just, hey, it happens. Uh, uh, fork it, right? Fork yeah. it Friday. I'm here, I'm there, I'm everywhere. At least you aren't at, at, on day three of a sinus headache. Ugh. Y'all planned to say, say, fork it Friday, and Friday said, nah, fuck it. It's, I'm taking mm -hmm. fuck it Fridays to a new level. So sorry, buddy. Like, oh, <laughs> you diss me on Fridays. Let me quickly make your life difficult and just let everything go wrong. <laughs> where did we diss the... Oh, man, where did we... <laughs> Like the like, we didn't do anything. There we go. I know. How's that look? How's that sound? You look beautiful. What does your shirt say? This land is our. <laughs> this land. This is our land. Yeah. Our land. How do you oh. spell Cleveland? C L E V L A N D. This is our land, baby. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah, it's yeah. a motto from one of the t-shirt companies in Cleveland. Uh, are you gonna? Do you think your brands are gonna win this weekend? <laughs> oh, oh, oh! You want to go that way? You want to just get completely just, oh. shit on me? You want to <laughs> completely just shit on me? That's how you want to start the day. Do I think the Browns are gonna win this weekend? So, say yes. where do I? Say yes, I, and I want to do push-ups when they win, and then they'll win. Fine, I will take a bet. All right, let's bet. Let's have some fun with this. Bob, you're getting in on this, all right? All right. <laughs> all right. I, I know. So here's the thing. The Browns have one of the best receiving cores in all of the NFL. And our number one receiver that everybody was so excited about is a basket case. He makes a million dollars a game. He Love. has played it right. Here, I'm going to do quick numbers for you. He makes a million dollars a game. He's played for the Browns for three seasons, 16 games a season. Should be, you know, he's getting up there around 45 million he's made, okay? He's only played, played, actually played in 11 games in those three seasons. So he's made triple the amount without playing. 
And now he's his dad's on social media putting all this crap on social media about my son's better than this and he deserves better than this. Sometimes to lead, to be the best person you can be, it's building up those around you to that level that if you think your son's at that level, sometimes being a leader is shutting the fork up and being what you're supposed to be. You can't just talk a fucking game. Yeah. Show up. It's not just not just talk, brother. It's not sometimes. It's all Thank the you. time. If you're a leader, man, your primary goal is service to the others, man. And what does the Bible higher. say about leaders? What's the Bible say about leaders, Bob? You know this. Oh hell, we're all leaders, brothers. We're created in the image and the likeness of God, and if that's true, then he's definitely a leader. So we are definitely leaders. No matter whether you're a hermit that's going to go live on some island somewhere, just get away from society, and there is somebody is watching you, and you're they're going to follow you. It's just a matter of where are you going to lead people, man. Because whether yep. you like it or not, you're a leader. We all are. We can't we can't get away from it. Somebody's gonna follow what we do. Yes, and that is the thing. Sorry, Elsa, go ahead. I know that there's a delay. No, no, no. I, that's why you should always be consistent in the way you do things. That is the main Amen. thing is being consistent because yeah. everybody can talk a good game. But can you actually walk the game? That is the difference. That is the difference comes in between a leader and a wannabe leader. Yeah. And I, uh, leaders are going to be judged at a higher standard Absolutely. than the others. And that Absolutely. is exactly what we need to understand. So how are you going to go out? I don't care if you're playing football or if you're someone that's leading a church or if you're someone that runs a rhino reserve down in Africa. Sorry, I had a, a meeting with Tony yesterday. <laughs> and I was, I, I'll tell you about that. I made him, I had him in tears laughing yesterday. Like, in, oh, I'm dead so serious. <laughs> And he's pretty. I, it, that's how I had him laughing. I'm like, hello, Tony. How are you? Bradley wants you to know. You are just a big thing of scrumptious diddly I'm sure. And he's like, he is dying. This, Bob, I told him, you've heard of the Tijuana special, right? Like, yeah. go down, there's a Tijuana special. Oh, yeah. I, to, I was on with him yesterday going, I heard you're the rhino special. Because he runs a rhino reserve. And he's like, I don't understand. What does that mean, Brendan? And I'm like, the Tijuana specials, donkey donkey porn. And he's like, oh, my God. I go, I hear you. Ha you're awfully horny. And he's just roaring. So his business partner, he's trying to get on the phone for something we're trying to do. She's like, why do you want me on the phone with these people? I don't know him. And she's, she's just mad at something. And he's going, I don't know what her problem is today, but she's being mean. And she's being very aggressive. And I'm like, you know what? Don't worry about it. Tomorrow, we're going to be on air from 10 to noon. So do me a favor. Bob, don't fall asleep. Wake up. I see you looking like you're falling asleep. I re I'm reading comments, brother. <laughs> I watch I'm just reading comments. <laughs> I'm just picking on you, brother. But, like, I'm telling him, I go, tell her tomorrow. We're going to send her a link, and she has to just jump on this link. And he goes, but don't you have the show during that time? I said, yeah. But because she doesn't want to show up, we're going to prank phone call her live on air and bring her into a video call. Yeah. So if all of a sudden I have to go and change into another character of mine and totally go all out, please know, guys, it's going to be hysterical because she has no idea. I, I, I didn't receive a text message that they were going to do this. But the truth is, I believe we will. And if she calls in. We are going to have some fun. Bob, you and I are going to have some fun. Uh, I'm going to tell her you are the grandpa 
or the dad from Duck Dynasty, and we're going hunting right now and all that. <laughs> uh, it's just been a day. But I, I, I the, so I say all that because the Browns then are not going to do, are, are, they're actually going to cut the guy because of how bad it was. And could you imagine having your job and your dad says something about your work ethic? And makes fun of one of your coworkers. That'd be like my dad going on air and being like, Bob's beard is too long. And he's all upset about it. And he turns around and Bob's like, I can't deal with this. I can't work for Brandon if his dad's putting these tweets out here. Makes no sense, right? Somehow that's what the Browns are dealing with right now. So they're like, we've paid this guy $45 million. He hasn't even played $15 million worth of games. And he's literally want, like fighting us on everything we say and do. Why would we keep him? And every game he plays in, we're not exactly connecting. So last year, the Browns made the playoffs without him. I say we cut him, let him go, let the, let the toxic part of the whatever it is go, and let's move into that next phase of changing. Just like leaders are supposed to do. You have to realize where your weakest link is and sometimes cut it off. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. tough. You have to. You have to. It's difficult, but sometimes you have to. And I mean, he's making it so public. Uh, thank you. I mean, that's it. Uh, if you're a true leader, you stand out. You stand up. You don't just make a one-handed catch and then be able to brag about it the rest of your life. You did it once. I've done that on the playing field with nine-year-olds. It doesn't mean they all want my autograph. It is a lot more fun for me to play with the nine-year-olds because I stiff arm them all the way down the field. <laughs> Nothing like punching a nine-year-old in the nose. <laughs> right? How'd you break your nose, Junior? This guy said he was only 11, but he looked like he was 40. <laughs> Stitch me on the nose. I, I, I didn't mean to come in and take over like that. Bob, how are you doing? I know who I am. I, 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 Bob, I've missed you. I haven't you. really got a chance to see you. What the what the fork have you been up to? Oh man, it's been crazy, brother. It's been a couple of weeks of uh, a lot of death and dying and all that stuff. But on the other hand, I got my absolutely got my socks blown off last week. Uh, like when I came out here, I had I had nothing for warm weather stuff, but. Last week, uh, yes, your dad and a couple other people really helped me out. I got some uh, good uh, warm clothes. Uh, and the other day I came back, I, oh, my God, I left uh, down south and came up north. It was, I think it was 27 degrees when I left. I don't know what the wind chill factor is at 27 degrees, but I want to tell you what, brother. It it's is not comfortable. pretty low, man. When I, no, when I pulled into the rocket scientist place there the other day, I was I was shiver, man. I was colder than hell. My hands were froze. I could barely finger, feel my fingers. And Robert, the rocket scientist, says, well, I got a pair of heated grips you can have, brother. So I was like, holy crap. Yeah, so I went and uh, had a brother uh, install heated grips on Bullwinkle. Uh, so I, now I've got a heated vest. i got heated grips. I got heated gloves, man. Uh, I'm in pretty good shape. I still need to get a pair of uh, really warm uh, shoes, but right now I'm I'm good, man. It, it's been a good couple of weeks in that way. It's kind of balanced things out, you know. I had to 
uh, last week and weekend before, I just had to get on Bullwinkle and get some air in my head to get all of the stuff that's been cluttered up in there and get it out. So I put on a thousand miles uh, week last weekend. Yeah, I just just found a road and said, I've never been on this one before. I wonder where it goes. And you, know, you get out there about 25 or 30 miles and all of a sudden the pavement ends and you're going, uh, this ain't good. <laughs> But I kept going anyway, man. I went like 10 miles on this gravel road and hit another blacktop road. And the next thing I know, I was down in Colorado Springs. I didn't know where the hell I was. I didn't care. But it, but it's good to just get away sometimes, man, when the when stuff builds up. You get all, I, it's just been rough, man. <laughs> all yeah. this death and dying and stuff. And uh, the other day I went and uh, visited with uh uh, an elderly lady in the uh, nursing home that uh, is a friend of mine's mom that had a massive stroke. And uh, it's just really tough to be around all of that stuff all the time. You know, it really drains you. So I have to go sometimes. <laughs> Honestly, I, that was my biggest thing is you and I were texting. So we were in communication, but I knew that. Did you check your PayPal recently, by the way? Yeah. And I'm sorry. I meant to mention. I meant to. I, no, don't. I just want to make sure you saw it. That was I a did. gift because I wanted, I look, I, I, you have to lead by example, right? I, right. I, I didn't even do it. I just, I haven't asked you and I didn't want to be rude, but I sent you that because I wanted you to know, look, I might've had a, like a couple extra bucks this month. And if I can give it to Bob where I know it's going to go in a good way, or I sold a few extra boxes of CBD and I know Ilsa and Fernando have been working so hard and they could use money. I, I'd rather put it towards people. Yeah. Mandy, I actually checked on yours this morning. Give me one second. I'll get back to it. But I actually wanted to give back and I don't want the, the expert. I don't want the pride of it. I don't want the, the ego of it. I wanted to make sure you got it because Bob, you are an amazing soul Ilsa, you work your forking case off for this. And truth be told, you guys are amazing. And I wish there was more I could do. Well, I, I wish that I, because you're doing a lot to help me and you bring such positivity. Um, so I did make one little change, Bob, on something. Okay. Yeah. Are you ready for this? Yeah. So guys, right above me. Boop, boop. That's the promo code. That's a QR code goes directly to Bob. Every single penny you put in there goes into Bob's cryptocurrency so he can get gift cards and buy things. Now, Bob, I sat down with Jaybird and so did Elsa, and we did the homework that's confusing. The one that you and I even looked at and we're like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing here. I'm so lost. That one, okay? Elsa got it done right. I thought I figured it out, but I'm apparently missing a part still. But I've done a lot of other things. So Elsa's going to teach you and I how to do this right. And make sure you're able to start getting your money and start growing that. And uh, like, because I know there's money in there because Jaybird put a hundred dollar gift card in there for you recently. Right. And and he no, this was new new. Like this was last week he did it. And he's like, I don't even think Bob knows yet. And I was blown away by how amazing Jaybird's open heart is. But yeah, I I want everybody to know that. So here's the other thing, Bob. If anybody right now goes and buys a box of Delight at delightcafe.com, you will receive a $15 off uh, right off your order. You will have free shipping. And with that promo code, Bob gets an extra $5 from you put into the bank. 
into wow. his bank account. So that means you get a savings, he gets a savings, and it helps be able to keep moving it. So now I want to go back one second, Mandy Atterbury, because it is international shipping, it does take a lot longer. Um, I ended up having to pay $22 to ship it across the ocean, uh, but you did win. It should be there soon. Uh, Fernando, I sent his box three weeks ago, and it's literally in Mexico, and that's the last time we've seen anything for like the last few days. So the cartel hasn't. I told that to him. I go for real. I think that you need to understand, Fernando, that the cartel saw we're onto something here, and they just they, they couldn't handle it anymore. They wanted us to get through. <laughs> this is how you ship coke. <laughs> I know. What did you guys do today? Uh, we shook up the United States by making sure that we shipped drugs all over the world, okay? Like international drug lords. Don't ever mess with me, you know? I love it. So, Mandy, it should be. It just takes forever. Um, I Let me look up the shipping, and I promise you I will get you the shipping information. So that way you know where it's at, and you can keep an eye on it as well, and you and I could just keep in, in contact. So, Bob, I wanted to make sure I helped you in every way I can. I'm clicking on this, trying to make sure that I have you here. Boom. And, Brian, yours is on the way. Um, yeah. Thank you I, for being who you are. Um, so I appreciate that international that international shipping stuff's crazy. About four or five years ago, a lady up in, uh, I think, Minnesota uh, had some patches made for me. To, it was crazy. I told her I didn't want any part of it. She made these patches, uh, kind of a commemorative patch for my wife and whatnot. And uh, yeah. uh, the she wanted to sell them to help raise money for me. And I didn't want to take any of that money. So, uh, but anyhow... Uh, there were a couple guys in England that wanted to buy the patches, so I shipped them to them. And my God, it took almost three months for them to get these little patches from the states to England. Man, it's crazy. Three whole months, man. Jeez, jeez, Uncle Bob, I saw that Bullwinkle God. What you, I saw your post that you said Bullwinkle's on the operation table. What did they do to him? Yeah, just the heated tables, uh, or did they do something else as well? Yeah, they put no, just the heated grips. And to do that, you got to strip everything down. I had to pull the gas tank off, the fairing off, the handlebars. Off. I had to pretty much tear him down, man, to get it all done. <laughs> But boy, are they nice. Holy mackerel, they're nice, man. <laughs> uh, I, I saw that Remy tagged us in a post that Mascali got a house. Oh, yeah, that's a huge thing. Uh, I don't know all of the details because I've been in and out of Wi-Fi here for a while, but uh, things mm -hmm. got pretty intense there. So Miss Carly did a, she did what she didn't want to do, I guess, was to reach out and everything she does, she does through Facebook. So she put a thing out on Facebook mm -hmm. asking people to help her raise money to buy this building next door. And I think it was less than 48 hours. She raised over $300,000. I have got goosebumps all over my body. $300,000, man. It was enough to buy the building. And of course, they hate her there, the, the town, the county stuff, because she's a real success at what their total failures at. Mm -hmm. So as soon as she gets the building bought, they come in and say, OK, in order you got to upgrade this and all this stuff. So I guess an architect came in and uh, volunteered his services and all that. So this is all going to come together. It's just an incredible, uh, I mean, 
48 hours, $300,000 through Facebook stuff. That's crazy. That is just proof that if we put our heads together, we can literally yeah. save everybody on the planet. Nobody yeah. needs to be left alone. Yeah. Nobody needs to be struggling or yeah. staying hungry or not have a place to stay or something. There's yeah. means to do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what she's doing is incredible. I mean, if I heard right, she has a 97% success rate at getting these uh, addicts uh, clean, sober in the workforce. And and the way she does it is like uh, so unorthodox, man. It, it, it's crazy, but it works, man. She doesn't, uh, she doesn't try to get somebody if they come in off the street to get them in to a job right now. She doesn't any of that. She wants them to get completely clean, completely sober. I mean, for 90 days, she pays their rent. She pays their anything they need. She covers for the entire 90 days that they're in rehab, takes care of their family, feeds them, tear, covers their rent, everything. And uh, then when they get out, she puts them in a, like a, a clean living house, a sober living place for 30 or 60 days. And then after they've gone through all of that, then she brings them in and gets them in, into job training and stuff like that. I mean, she, the, the, the woman's doing an amazing job, man. And that $300,000 is going to go a long way to helping an awful lot more people, man. It's, it's just amazing. I, I'm, I'm rocked, man. I think that's cooler than cool, but. Mr. Brian has got a question. He says, would you rather have $30 million or 30 million truly loyal friends? I don't think you get 30 million truly loyal people. So I'll have to take the dollars. <laughs> yeah, that, that's true. I'll tell you what, my bank account, I probably got, I might have $150 in there and I don't see any more coming in, but I don't give a damn because I'm the wealthiest person you will ever meet, man. Uh, money has nothing to do with wealth uh, and security and all of that, man. Nothing to do with it. And you learn that the hard way. You oh, learn God, that yeah. after, after you've worked yourself to the bone for yeah. 20 or 25 years for peanuts, yeah. you realize that the day you close your eyes, all that money that you worked for, all that power yeah. that you struggled for, it means nothing. No, We're no, all no. in the same condition when you die. You go exactly yeah. to the same place. Yeah, the only thing you take to heaven with you is the other souls that you your managed soul. to touch along the way, man. <laughs> other than that, you ain't taking a damn thing with you. <laughs> no. no, it's not. It's not. What do you have planned for the next couple of weeks, getting closer to Christmas? Oh, uh, I really don't think about is Christmas me? much anymore. No, mm -hmm. really. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I celebrate the reason for the Christmas thing, but I, mm -hmm. I don't do... Uh, normally, because I have such a hard time, this time of year is really a roller coaster ride for me, man. It, it's uh, everything that happened to destroy my world started this month, and and I uh, got you know it's, it was uh, my wedding anniversary. All of that stuff comes this month and next month, and so that's kind of rough. So I usually for the holidays, I make sure that I'm on the road because the first Christmas after the old lady died, I was a wreck and I ruined my kids Christmas. I was just a wreck. So for Christmas and Thanksgiving for the last several years, I've just made sure I've been on Bullwinkle away from everybody and 
just out there by myself. So if I have an emotional crash, nobody's got, I, I ain't going to ruin anybody's day by being melancholy, whatever. So I just go out and hang with myself or whatever, you know? So lo loneliness is one of those things. I don't know how to get over the damn thing except to keep busy and keep writing. So that's what I do. <laughs> I have that same problem. I need to keep, keep busy. Um, I think at a from a young age that I've been on my own and not yeah. been been worried too much about family and those things because um, the loyalty was never there from their side. So I stay away from them. So Christmas is a very sad time for me as well. And it's like a week from my birthday. Yeah. So my birthday is on the 18th and then on 25th it's Christmas. And then uh, a week later it's it's New Year's. And those two weeks I'm usually by myself. Yeah. I do my own thing. Yeah. Yeah. My mom died uh, two days or three days before Christmas one year. That was a hell of a year. I, a good friend of mine, my mom had uh, heart surgery and uh, uh, she came through it good, but then she had a stroke. So uh, I was heading to the hospital every day. And I, one morning I woke up and I got a message from a good friend that her dad died that morning. My mom's in the hospital, not good. I ran to their house and I sat with them for three or four hours and then ran to the hospital. I was her healthcare proxy and whatnot, so I had to make the decision to pull the plug and all that. So my family got all there that day. About six, I think it was six thirty. I gave the word to the doc to pull the plug, and like three, four minutes later, my mom was gone. So I'm hanging there with my dad, making all arrangements and all that stuff. I got home about twelve thirty that night. I walked in the door absolutely beat because I was up from four thirty. And I, when I walked in the door, I heard my wife hang up the phone and say, or saying, you know, I'll let him know when he gets here. And it's one in the morning I get there, and one of my closest friends' brothers, they found him dead uh, behind the barn. A tractor rolled over on him. So I went, turned right around, went back down there and sat there. And, and two days after Christmas, I buried my mother, I buried my friend's dad, and I buried uh, my friend's uh, brother. So Christmas is not a real uh, great memory time for me and my wife really really got sick uh actually the day after christmas was the day they first told us that uh <laughs> she had uh lung cancer and probably wasn't gonna make it. so this time of year kind of sucks man <laughs> i i have to be honest bob I, I i can't imagine i don't have the loss like that but christmas has never been a go ahead elsa Oh, you're on mute. I want to say something before I forget. Next year, Christmas, I'll be in America. Can we all have yeah. a Christmas dinner together? Yes. Memory. What if we went to Miss Carly's and served uh, breakfast or yes. Christmas dinner to a whole bunch of people? How would that be? That's cold. amazing. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> really Mom. thinking cold. <laughs> we're, we're That's true. Rockford, Illinois in December, brother. <laughs> I'm in Cleveland, Ohio, Bob. I'm used to this cold. It was <laughs> snowing know. here today. No, it no, snowed no. here this morning. I'm, I'm driving like here and I'm like, what the F is this? Like, yeah. God, I hate you. Snow, go away. I rode you in know? the snow the other day, brother, and it was not fun, man. <laughs> this time of year is, other than the snow blowing, it's it's really tough for a lot of people. 
Yeah. And I don't mean that in a light way. I'm not downplaying yours in any way, Bob. In yeah, yeah. any way. It's one of these things where your story as the leader that you are is one that a lot of people have connections with. They've lost yeah. their aunts. They've lost family members. And the thing is, it's it's it, you're right. That's not that far. <laughs> Mama Gotti just realized. Uh, snow, 10 feet. Yeah, the, uh, that's when I call you, Justin, and you come plow me out. Justin just had his first kid, guys. Uh, his oh, last name call him. This is the cutest little redneck I've ever seen, Bob. Like, and he likes being called a redneck, so it's a compliment. Oh, like, yeah, hell yeah, me too. The guys, absolutely amazing man. There, he he doesn't know how awesome he is. So do me a favor, just yell at him and tell him he's the best redneck ever, whether his jeep runs or not. Um, I love rednecks, man. <laughs> oh, he's funny. But like, in all honesty, Bob, it's. A thing that has a lot of people, they don't, I hate the holidays. I absolutely despise Thanksgiving to Christmas. It's just not my thing. I, I, I look at it and I'm like, just get me into anywhere else. Have me do anything else. I don't want to deal with the extra anxieties because everybody has that extra emotion. And what irritates me the most about it is we all have to buy things for other people. Oh, here's a present. Here's a present. Oh, I got you with this. Oh, don't forget this. But the thing is, all of a sudden, we're all behind on our budget. We're all feeling the stress yeah. of all that. We're anxious about getting through that then and then trying to make that money back up in January. I say fork that. Make yeah. everybody something. Make yeah. Let's make a game up as a community that people could go play, people could go do, yeah. and make a difference. Because this is maybe how we live right now where we have to like, connect with one another. But the depression... Yeah. The financial stress we put ourselves through just to be able to provide something that somebody's going to put away or never wear. Oh my God, there's puppies! Sorry, I didn't know there were dogs coming in my house. But keep your shoes on, brother. I know. I, I apparently I have no luck with that. There, is, this one will not poop in my in my shoe. Good morning. Uh, it's been it's been a day. Like it, it, and I think the holidays bring out a lot in people. Yeah. And I know that for me, when I am busy and I'm running and I'm doing things, it's it keeps me distracted from the holiday, and that's why I don't like being around family and that because if I get around them, it just turns into a whole other avenue of things. And for me, money has always been a it's a it, it, people love you when you have money or hate you when you have money and they want something or they think that you're better than them. And I, I it, money is the root of all evil. And for me, it's one of these no, things no, where, Oh, no, no, don't do that, brother. That's all right. Talk to me. Go, Bob. Don't, go. Don't quit. Quote scripture, brother. Money is not the root of all evil. The love of money is the mm. root of all evil. There we go on the money. It's grease. Greed, Fast. and that's not just that ain't just money, it's greed for power, it's greed it's, for control, exactly. it's greed for attached. Just greed is the root of all evil, man. I, I don't disagree with you. You <laughs> phrased that perfectly. This is why I love you, Bob. So do me a favor, Bob. What are you gonna fork today? Fork what? Who are we forking? Why are we forking them? How are we jamming it in there? Just da, 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 you know, I'm you want to fork, guys. I'm going to say screw it all. I, the, yesterday morning was like a really uh, tough one on the way to where I am now. And uh, so I'm just going to say screw it. It's supposed to be up near 70 today. 
So I'm going to jump on Bullwinkle and I'm going to just get some more wind, man. And uh, I just got to say, screw it all. I'm gonna, my phone's not going to be on. I, I'm, uh, I can't deal with all the the message and all this stuff that's uh, going on in my world. So I'm going to say, screw it for a few hours and jump on Bullwinkle and see where I end up tonight, man. <laughs> I am saying Forka to load shedding because we're back on load shedding. We're on level four. Um, so we won't have electricity between 6 and 8.30 tonight. Um, but we prepared. We prepared for that. And then tomorrow they move to level 2. So we fork at level 2 as well. Hi, Rainy. <laughs> See, that's me forking and being friendly. <laughs> Two in one. <laughs> I'm, I'm a forking I'm a good friend. friend. <laughs> and look, the, 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 the fuel prices, our fuel went up with oh, one rand twenty five. Yeah. It is ridiculous that a little car that used to take 600 rand to fill up now takes a thousand rand to fill up. It's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Um, it, 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 it's ridiculous how it went up. The food went yeah. up. The people in South Africa are struggling. I don't even know what's going on. So I'm like Fork, fork Africa and the people that are running it because wow. they just. Yeah, but I'm going to I'm going to play devil's advocate here. OK. Wow. OK. So Go for it. I agree with you fork the people that are running it but it's not just your country it's all over in, in america right now we're doing like the same thing bob fills up his gas tank for his motorcycle yeah and it cost it, it's double what he used to it's pay twenty dollars i never never in my life would have dreamed i could have put twenty dollars of gas in my motorcycle man it used to be like it, the most was like nine ten dollars man but now oh my god it's it cost me thing. When I left Rockford, Illinois, uh, it's a thousand miles, and normally I can get a thousand miles for about eighty to a hundred dollars. It cost me over two hundred freaking dollars in gas to get from Rockford, Illinois, back to Colorado. Two hundred dollars. That's ridiculous. That's yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. But Bob. I Here's my thing. How are people supposed to? Shauna Jones, gas is three twenty-five a gallon. Shauna, I love you to death. It's three forty a gallon, three thirty-nine a gallon. Four, right where I'm at today. Four forty-five. Four forty-five. What? I, I have to buy high test for Bullwinkle, so I, I use ninety-one or ninety-three octane. Yes, sir, buddy. I, I've paid as much as four sixty for it, man. And the sad part is we don't really, with the, with the technology today, we don't actually really need gas. If they make the, 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 the battery operated or the, 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 the electric cars and electric things in, uh, uh, cheap enough so that everybody can buy it. Yeah. And, 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 and that, then it will it be. Ain't have <laughs> Did you guys hear about Elon Musk? Did you hear about Elon Musk? No, no, I didn't. I know Elon Musk, actually, there's a rumor going around. I don't know how true it is that Elon Musk can actually get South Africa out of the, the blackouts that we have with, 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 with his company. And he actually, he actually said to the South African government that he will help them. And they said, no, thanks, because then they can't get money from South Africans for electricity. I mean, our electricity company that runs our electricity is so in debt because the government steals the money that the people pay for the electricity and they do not upgrade or anything. So that's why we've got blackouts because they've never looked after since 
the ANC came in, and I'm going to say that since then it 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 it, it just went down down downhill. There's it's it's horrible the infrastructure and how the people are suffering because it's the people that's suffering. It's not them. It's not the big guys. What's somebody's right? cooking? Did you hear that banging? Ooh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I I have no idea. Um, but my thing. So, but uh, sorry. I was thinking Elon Musk, and then the banging threw me off. So the banging is interesting. The Elon Musk thing is interesting to me because I didn't hear about that with South Africa, but I did hear that the World Health Organization announced that if they were to end world hunger, it would only cost about six percent of the entire richest one percent entire wealth. So Elon Musk's team put the money out there and said, if you can prove that will end world hunger, we will sell that much in stock. And it ends up being like $60 billion. Okay. He said, I will sell that much in Tesla stock to turn around and end world hunger, but you have to prove your numbers. Yeah. And nobody responded to him on that. And I'm sitting there going, that's the shit that's going on that we have to talk about. That's the shit that we don't hear about. I say you know, Ford you know, not having one. facts. You know, Go. There's another one of those challenges out there that nobody's touched either, but you know, what's that? Uh, the the pillow guy there, what's his name, Mike Lindahl, whatever his name is. This yeah, yeah. brother, this brother offered five million dollars to anybody that can disprove the evidence that he's gathered about all of the corruption and the the uh, cheating that went on for the two, uh, the November third election last year. He's offered $5 million to anybody that can disprove what the evidence that he had. Nobody has touched it. That's yeah. that says a lot to me right there, man, 5 million bucks. And there's not some young it guy out there that can trace all the stuff he's done and come back and say, ha ha. No, Honestly, I think it's a combination of things. It's, 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 People have the choice to what they want to look into. And then he turns around and does these things. It's just a huge impact. Now, I do say all of that to say that there's also the conflicts of people that are just, they like to have that power. They like to have that control on things. And Bob, you've been in the church where even if you're in a religious setting, that leadership can be tarnished because of, the yeah. love of money or the love yeah. of power. And that's yeah. something that we need to be cautious of. Like, it's really tough. Now, Bob, I do have to let you know, I have some really, really exciting news today for you. Okay. Uh oh. So the guest that we have on today actually sent an email asking to meet beforehand. And every now and then we get this. It's fun. It's I, I usually get to know the guest a little bit beforehand and all this. But Dave today goes, I really love every Friday show because of Bob. He brings such an amazing energy. And he was like, how soon can you guys get me on an episode? And Fernando's on the call with me. Okay. And he's like, I think he said end of November. It was like our first available, available time. And Dave goes, that won't work. I need to be on earlier. And I thought that was amazing. He's like, uh, no. And I'm like, yes, Dave, he wants to be on the show with us. <laughs> so Dave turns around and goes, what's another day you got? I know you have another one. And Fernando like, uh, I could maybe do, and it'd be this Friday. And I go, just so you know, Dave, that's when Bob's on. And he got so excited. <laughs> so Bob, you have a fan 
of oh, our yeah. guest today. And he, I'm going to keep you with us if you're okay with that, yeah. because I know he would enjoy having a conversation with you as well and diving into everything we talk about and all this. But he'll be on in the next few minutes. We'll dive into this. Uh, this guy better actually show up after this story. Get Pensu, I promise you, he's already in the background. He is jumping in the conversation. He is 100% excited to be here. Guys, his name is Dave Henning. I met him about a couple weeks ago, and truth be told, he's one in a million. He's one in a million. He has an energy like Bob. And it's it, he's he catches fire. He is the founder of Fresh the Fresh Start Company and the number one best-selling author author of the Power of Encouragement. Sound like you, Bob, a little bit? Sound like we're gonna have a great stinking episode? We'll see he's an international podcaster, the with the Fresh Start podcast, the voice actor on John Maxwell team, executive coach, and motivational speaker. Cool. He served as oh yeah, but uh, Brett or uh, Brett uh, Bob, I, I, this man has had a career. He's had three decades in New York, Boston, Kansas City, San Francisco, and other mar mar major market areas, metro market areas, as a radio career. He uh, is a passionate about serving on boards of directors for three different nonprofits that are making a difference in people's lives. Daily, he loves his work with the national with the national trainer. He's a teacher teaching retirement passive residual income for life. Guys, don't go anywhere because this is our guest today, and he is going to be sitting here while Bob is here as well. So that way, we get to have not just a fun interaction with Bob, but Dave is going to be here bringing about such a positive message. I don't care what you have going on. The kids are in school. You're doing day. You're doing day learning and all that. Guess what? Bring them in the room. We're gonna have fun. Your husband comes home. He's being cranky and upset. Guess what? Bring him in the room. We're changing the atmosphere in your house today. We're bringing that positivity. Bring it right. So before we dive into that, everybody hasn't wrote in the comments yet. I got Bob's fork it. I got Elsa's fork it. So what am I forking? I'm forking that negative mindset. Like we talked about this last week. We got into it a little more this week. We're forking it. Every time you start to go down that wrong path for yourself, Fernando and I had a great conversation the other day and he made me laugh hysterically because he goes, we're on, we're, we're back and forth. And he goes, Oh, but you need to work out still. And he's picking on me. And I'm like, well, yeah, cause look, I'm getting a wall. And he goes, First off, no, you are a handsome man. You need to know you're a handsome man. And he goes, every time you do that, you need to fork and get yourself. And he didn't say forking. Give yourself a better idea. And he, I, go, I go, okay, how do you do it when you have a moment of feeling like this? He goes, first thing, I don't get like that anymore. And I'm like, okay, I love you. <laughs> next. And he goes, next thing I do is the minute I get negative on myself, I look myself in the mirror and I go, no. You are a sexy <laughs> son of a bitch. And I go, do you really hit yourself? And he goes, absolutely. And I just start laughing. I'm like, you know what? I love it. So I've like all week been pushing myself stronger, harder, faster than I ever have. And yesterday I sat down and when I was, I was at the house till about 1.30 in the morning working on things because I didn't want to leave this weekend without having myself feeling like in a good spot. And I journaled last night a lot and I'm trying to pull this up for you guys because I wanted to read this to you guys. Um, I was in on a, a 
conversation and I was in on a conversation on clubhouse and they were having uh, Lisa before I say her name wrong, Lisa Hodges, Lisa Nichols on, on, and she was speaking about the positive ways of talking to yourself. And she said, you need to give yourself three types of relationships that you say to yourself every morning, say to yourself three things you're proud of. Brandon, I'm proud of. So I wrote, Brandon, I'm proud of you for showing up today. Brandon, I'm proud of, of how you put together your new tables, chairs, and standing desk without getting upset. Brandon, I'm proud of how you took time to lay everything out beforehand and not just start assembling things. And then I keep going. And then the next set, how do you need to forgive yourself? Brandon, I forgive you for not getting all of your 50 episodes written out the way you wanted. Brandon, I forgive you for using your phone before bed because I, I was using my phone last night. Brandon, I forgive you for not selling as much CBD as you wanted to today. You will get more boxes sold tomorrow. And then the last one is I commit to myself and you have to do this for yourself. Brandon, I commit to you today that I will let my yes be yes and my no's be no. I, I commit to myself that I will not feel bad for saying no when it is needed. Now, I, I could keep going because I wrote a lot. But like, my thing is, I want you guys to think about this. What do you need to forgive yourself for where you would put your name at the beginning? Bob, I forgive you for this. Ilsa, I'm proud of you for this. And what would your things be? And then last but not least, Brandon, Ilsa, Bob, whoever you are, I commit to you today that. And then what are you committing yourself? Like, guys, I share that. And I want you guys to think about what you can be doing for yourself in that, because there's a lot that goes into that. But the thing that's about the best for it is it's going into you and you're putting into yourself. And that is what we're about. So let's dive into that. So I'm saying fork that negative energy, fork that negative comments. I wish I could give Bob a fork so he could comb his beard. One of those things, you know. But I thank you I guys. Little, and I got a little beard oh. comb right here, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that beard. I, That's so cute. Yeah. Is it that Bob has like I remember when Bob got to my parents' house. The first <laughs> thing I had to do with him was give him a present. I I, I had to. I, I I didn't even know what I was gonna give him, but when I gave him his present. He goes, I don't even know what this is as an old hippie. And I gave him what's called a dugout. <laughs> and it literally is meant for you to be able to, nobody knows, but you can carry. Oh, Dave's in the back going, oh my God, I saw that. <laughs> it's meant to be able to store your tobacco or other smoking needs and nobody can smell it and you can carry it with you. And Bob goes, oh my God, I love this. I hand it to him. I made sure to fill it up. I like Bob is an amazing soul, and to be able to see that pure joy of him, it's one of those things that it was such a small thing, but he was so appreciative. It made me so happy to know there's people out there that see the genuineness behind it. So The first thing you gave me, brother, before that, the very first <laughs> was a glass of Jefferson Reserve. And that I did. Was good, man. <laughs> I got Bob in a really good place really quickly. Yeah, because oh, when I walked in, he said, you want to, can I get you some water or whatever? And I said, well, yeah, unless you got some bourbon. 
And I go downstairs, I pull out a glass, I pour it, and I'm like, I don't even know how nice this one is. I just grabbed the top bottle, the one that was on the top shelf. (laughs) My dad comes home and he's like, did you get him at least the good stuff? I'm like, yeah, dad, I gave him the good stuff. Don't you worry. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, Jeff oh. good stuff. <laughs> and oh, that bottle I of Wellers that your dad gave me it was like, oh my God. I nur- it took me almost two weeks, but I nursed that sucker down. That was good whiskey, man. <laughs> right? Like I, my dad was he he just got a new bottle and he's like, I almost want to buy two and then have one mailed to Bob, but I don't know where he's gonna be. <laughs> I'll give and him I'm an like, address. <laughs> I'll give him an address. Let's see if he gets another one because I know he he likes to take care of you like that. So before we do our commercial break, is there anything you guys want to say to anybody before we dive in with Dave? Because Dave's going to bring an energy this morning that I might just be able to sit back and enjoy watching Bob and Dave talk. Because <laughs> I, I, I know a, this is... I Go ahead. Message, I got a message for Rennie. Talk to me. Eat shit and bark at the moon, brother. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Of course. The Marines, they, they just have this way of talking to one another. Uh, my brother-in-law, when I was introducing him to Brian, the truck driver who always comments, he goes, ask him what his favorite tasting crayon is. And I'm like, what? Favorite tasting crayon? And he's like, yep. And no joke, Brian writes back within a second, red. And my brother-in-law goes, that's what I thought. And I'm like, there's something here I don't know. And then we get Bob or Brian in the truck with my brother-in-law. And the two of them, you would have thought, were in the Marines together, the way they just connected right away. And I'm like, these guys have a way of talking to each other. They know each other. They love each other. They respect each other. That's all you can ask for, you know? You know what? I was sitting in a bar. uh, Me and Rocket Mm -hmm. Scientist went out the other night and – after we uh, left the bar, we went over to uh, a restaurant to get some dinner. We sat at the bar, and two people, uh, three people down from me was a Marine Lieutenant Colonel Pilot. Next to him was his uh, warrant officer Marine wife, and next to him, sitting next to me, was their son. Uh, I think he was like 27 years old, Marine Gunnery Sergeant. And man, oh my God. <laughs> I had so much fun with those guys. It was like, but I, when I was sitting there talking to him, it, it, I went, holy crap, in February, it's going to be 50 years since I joined the Marine Corps, man. 50 years. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, half a century ago. I mean, how the hell did that happen? 50. That blew my wow. mind. 50 years ago, man. February 1972 is when I went in the Marine Corps, man. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow. Oh, Bob. <laughs> Bob, that is amazing. All right. You know what? Ilsa, anything before I hit that ad? You want to give everybody a big, big love? I just want to thank everybody for being on my journey where I'm going. Um, yesterday, I got my first paycheck in dollars and I'm not even in America yet so I am and and that after a lot of people in my life literally said to my face you will never make it to America this is for you (laughs) and for the people that are on my journey I just want to thank you guys you are amazing you have inspired me the things that I learned from you is something that nobody will ever take away from me and I really I'm really grateful for you guys being in my life 
I honestly, I couldn't be more grateful you're here with us. Let's keep changing the world. We'll be right back with Mr. Dave Henning after a word from our sponsor, this handsome guy. Hi, my name is Brandon. And over the past year, the Delay Cafe team and I traveled across the U.S. researching this rapidly growing industry of CBD products. What we have found throughout the industry were products that were inconsistent in dosage and used ingredients that weren't even baptized. Products with chalky textures, bitter aftertaste, and worst of all, confusion among the CBD consumers. That's why we created Delight Cafe. A 15 milligram lab tested, all natural, water soluble hemp CBD powder pack. It's odorless, colorless, and tasteless. Add it to your favorite drink of choice wherever, whenever, on the go. Quickly find your calm, your balance, your delight. And we're back, and we have the one, the only, the radio personality heard around the world, the leader of positivity, bringing out the best in all of us, Mr. Dave Henning. Dave, how are you today, sir? Well, I'm doing pretty great. Can you hear me okay? Yeah. I can hear you wonderfully, sir. Yes. Thank you. <clears throat> I'm trying not to use my game show voice. <laughs> <laughs> you have different voices. <clears throat> you know, uh, now that uh, the Jeopardy guy died, maybe I'll take over that show. <laughs> I, you know what? I could see you succeeding in that. You know, can you just do me like read a quick segment? Like, oh, we have. Names that start with the letter D for a thousand, like stuff like that. Like I could see you being up there having a yeah. good time with that, Dave. It would be the most boring. It'd be the most boring job in the world for lots of money, <laughs> right? I mean, isn't that the end game? You want to be on top, but make make the most, but do the least. Isn't that what you're supposed to do? That's what the yeah. hard work is. Yeah, I used to have a blog called uh, Full Time Money for Part Time Work. I was spoiled as a DJ because my full time job was a four hour air shift. I'd go in it. At five, at five in the morning, uh, and uh, Bob, you'd relate to this in the old days of pulling vinyl albums out and piling oh, yeah. them up, and uh, the the cart machines and the commercials, and yeah, you're you're like, no wonder I have ADD, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, always, I always wanted to go into radio, man. <laughs> oh yeah, that was where the those were the good old good old days. My my boss was a partner with Wolfman Jack. Remember Wolfman oh, yeah. Jack? Oh hell yes, yeah, yeah. That is so, incredible. Oh, oh yeah, whatever. I mean, I, I was famous. <laughs> I was I was famous for about you know fifteen minutes, as Andy Warhol used to say. We're all famous for about fifteen minutes. <laughs> but Bob, Bob, I was on. I was. I'm sorry. I was on the show, Bob, but with you and Miss Carly, and I. I said to myself, I will never be on a podcast more than thirty minutes long. And I watched this two-hour podcast, freaking, you know. You know, and I'm going, oh my gosh, and yeah. uh, and of course, uh, it was I wasn't, you know, Brandon really didn't exactly explain this because I was really interested in your Harley. Okay. <laughs> I'm yes. sitting on him now, man. I don't know if you can see him, but I'm sitting on him right now. Oh, sweet, <laughs> sweet. Well, my brother and sister-in-law in in, uh, in Ohio, south of Akron, they both uh, were had the world's record for husband and wife team with with Harley Electroglides or whatever the heck they had, and they. They uh, they drove down to Dallas to see their former pastor. Then they went across to the to the bike week at Daytona, and then came back to Ohio. and And by accident, they stopped and visited me. So, 
<laughs> so anyway, you, you, yeah. you've got a great story, Bob. I love it. Well, thank you. Yeah, my me and Bullwinkle, I bought him in uh, 2016 with eight miles on him, and I'm almost at 157,000 now. Wow. Wow, yeah. awesome. Yeah. It's, he's been a so, hell of a bike, man. <laughs> now, Dave, you have built a career. You've done a lot of great things, but one of the things that you really had a good time talking to me about was how you can build an income off of only working four hours a day and how well you did with that. And I want to be able to teach, have you come in and talk about that a little bit because Bob is someone who he's out there giving so much and being able to know that all of our, our listeners can actually live their best life and give back, whether it's doing voice work or whatever, you have ways of helping people be able to build their best self with the positivity and all that, that you bring. Can you talk to us about that and how we can get to a six figure income working only four hours a day? Thanks, Brandon. That's a, that's a really great question. And, uh, you know, I've always, I've always been a guy who listened to uh, radio station W E I T, which stands for whatever it takes. So I've owned uh, some small businesses. I've owned some franchise. I owned a, I was a janitor in, in college and I owned a cleaning franchise and all this stuff, insurance agency. I worked with Fran Tarkenden for a while in Atlanta with his insurance agency and all these different things that I tried. Uh, all, the point being, I was spoiled by that four hour radio shift and I, I was thinking there's got to be a way, right? And so, quite frankly, as I was sharing, sharing with you, Brandon, and you know, basically in the next 30 minutes or so, I will show you a couple of different things that I'm super passionate about is helping people, helping small business owners who are struggling right now all across the United States and everywhere else. In the next 30 minutes, I'm going to show you how to eliminate expensive legal fees, protect and grow your small business, pay off your credit cards, and make an extra six-figure income part-time in as little as four hours a week that automatically pays you over and over again every year. So would that be helpful, Brandon? You know, Absolutely, yes. I, I muted myself because I talked so much I didn't want to interrupt you. I wanted yeah. to make sure I paid attention. Dave, so, so what would be my first step? How do I start this? Do I move in with you? <laughs> Sorry, no. <laughs> you know, most people would think that that is totally ridiculous. So I want you to stick around to the end of this podcast. I want you to prove me wrong. And I, you know, Dave, you're crazy. Yes, I am. That's true. But nevertheless, uh, if you're serious and not just curious, I can show you how this works. It isn't for everyone and it may or may not be for you. No problem. You know, won't hurt my feelings. Uh, so stick around. At the end of the show, I've got a free gift for you. And I've got a, a link that I'm going to share with you that would be a personal one-on-one -on -one time with me where we can answer your questions, discuss this, make, see if it make, even makes, makes sense for you. And so that's that's kind of what it's about, uh, Brandon. I love it. Thank you, Dave. So, all right, first step. I obviously can't move in with you, but where can I go to get myself working only? Because I, like you said, two-hour show. That's just Tuesday for me by the time I've already done like four hours. So I've already got that in by Tuesday. What can we be doing to help build this income so I'm not having to do the other 12 hours a day of work? Right, exactly. Uh, well, it's called a, a, a ROI, return on investment. You in, you invest a certain amount of time, you get trained to do it the right way, and it's a, actually a, a duplicatable system that actually works. And quite frankly, I did this years ago uh, when I had a flip chart and I rented a chiropractor's empty office, and I've shown people this little plan, and and it, the light bulb went off on how this actually 
works. You know, I don't know if it was J. Paul Getty or some famous dude that said, uh, I'd rather uh, get paid uh, 1%, you know, uh, 10% from uh, 100 people than 1% of my own work. So it's it's building a, it's building a team, just like a football team, an, an NBA team, a bad, you know, the uh, who just won the World Series? I didn't even watch it. Atlanta won. Fantastic. So uh, here's why most people don't believe a subscription plan for getting legal help is real. You know, people are saying, you know, you're full of yogurt. <laughs> and uh, some business owners think that if it's cheap, it can't be real. And then I've met people who said, well, you know, I tried an online legal service. I Googled it and it didn't work. And, oh, it must be paralegals or inexperienced lawyers right out of college. You know, how reliable can that be for crying out loud? Well, it's more trustworthy to go see an attorney and the person sitting by behind a big oak desk in his or her office one-on-one, -on -one, that, that makes it more trustworthy. Uh, or I want to keep my same lawyer out. You know, my cousin, I've had him for a long time, even if he only practices one area of law. And, and then, of course, there's people to think, you actually think that the law is fair in your legal issue. Are you kidding me? Uh, so you and then some people think you'll, you you think it's going to take way too long to get an answer and you need to get an help right now. So if you're out there nodding your head in agreement with me, I'm going to predict that you have had legal problems with vendors or employees or you've not yet found an answer. You've had people who owe you money and you're giving up trying to get your money. Maybe you're stressed out, busy, just running your business and trying to keep it open. And maybe you do a Google search and you're staring at all these local lawyers, like scratching your head, thinking, hey, who in the world do I trust? I've paid lawyers before. I have paid lawyers before who did nothing, got no results and kept adding on hours billing me for everything as little as maybe paper clips or something. $300, $400 an hour. It's not worth it, right? So years ago, believe it or not, before I knew about this system, uh, we actually had a family relative, an attorney, charge us $500 to have his paralegal write us a letter for to a home improvement company. If I told you the name, you know exactly who they were, where my wife got hurt in the parking lot, 500 bucks for one letter. So is there a better way? That's the question. Do you want to know about a better way? Yes or no? Absolutely, yes. Okay. All right. I'll tell you. It's a little story I got here. I've been doing I've been with this company about 16 years. We're celebrating our 50th anniversary. 50 years we've been around doing this. How is this possible? You may have heard of it, you may not have heard of it. Uh, it's called Legal Shield. It was under a different name some years ago. Uh, and uh but it started from a head-on car crash lawsuit. Uh, the guy who, that started this thing, he was a school teacher, like a lot of people working that second gig. He was selling life insurance in the evenings. Some lady crossed the line and hit him head-on. And then uh, she got an attorney and found that, oh, he had had you know, maybe a speeding ticket in the past. So she sues him. He has to like mortgage his, take a second mortgage on his house to hire an attorney. He's thinking, man, there's got to be a better way. So... To answer my questions that I wanted to know when I did my due diligence is this, to answer those questions you might have. Our seasoned attorneys have an average of 22, hour, year, 22 years of experience in every area of law, in every state in the United States, in every province of Canada. And uh, we have from real estate contracts, landlord contracts, buying a car contract. Did you ever sign a contract and you didn't have, you're like, oh yeah, I, I'm not going to read this. 
It's kind of like your Apple update contract. Whoever reads those, nobody. <laughs> right? No. So, click yeah. OK. I, 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 it takes forever to download. By the time you're done, you're just like, yeah, accept. OK, you're reading my data. Thanks yeah. for knowing. Yeah. <laughs> so our we, we actually hire and monitor law firms for top-notch customer service. They are prepaid. And they're get this. They're required to call you back within four hours or less the same day to answer your questions, to tell you your rights and what the law says you can and cannot do. It's kind of like what Uber and Lyft did to improve transportation, how Netflix delivers movies right to you online. It's a, it's, we are also a subscription-based crowdfunding model. Our law firms are prepaid a lot of money, just like a, just like the movie stars or or uh, or uh, rock and roll people have their own, you know. I'm like a rock star, basically. I, I always wanted to be a rock star, but uh, but I, I I'm like a rock star in terms of I have access to an attorney 24 hours a day, even for uh, emergencies, and uh, they're required to provide excellent service. And so um, I'll tell you a story that I'm really excited about. That um, I was working with a company when I was living back in Charlotte, North Carolina. I lived back for about 20 years. I was sharing this concept with a window company, custom window company, and their customers were all, you know, contractors and builders. And he had this one guy that owed him $15,000. And the guy was over 90 days past due on a collection letter. And, uh, you know, he did, never got a collection letter. And, I, and uh, he never paid. He wouldn't return phone calls. So I showed this new friend of mine, here's how I can get you a small business owner legal plan it includes collection letters he he paid whatever it was for the very first payment i don't know if it was 49 89 way back then and i gave him the law firm that we had in north carolina which up in raleigh uh and uh he called the law firm they wrote a collection letter to this gentleman with with about 30 or 40 lawyers names across the top you'll never guess what happened brandon <laughs> About a week later, the, the, this customer comes in and strokes the check for $15,000, gets his bill current after this gentleman that I, my friend, my new friend in life, uh, paid his very first payment on a legal plan. In other words, he paid for his legal plan probably for the next 20 years out of one collection letter. Is that, wow. is that incredible? You know, imagine how it made me feel. The gratification. Yeah. The gratification of helping somebody that needed help. I'm in the business of helping people. And my whole career in radio, when I, I took myself off the air, actually, to um, my son was born early, uh, had cerebral palsy. And so I some, had some medical expenses. And I asked the boss, can I uh, make get a raise? He says, no, but if you'll go into the sales department over there across the hall, I'll give you a desk and you can go and give yourself a raise. So... Um, you know, have, having uh, having done that, um, you know, I, I, I realized that I got to hit the sidewalk. I was full of fear. I didn't like the concept of walking to talk, walking into stores and talking to people. I got over it real quick because I became their, their top salesman at that radio station. Uh, but the point is, I love walking into a store. Hey, how's your kids? How's your dog? You know, uh, uh, hey, Dave, come on. Good to see you. Because I was I was being successful and success to me was helping people make right. sense. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So I can give you a couple of quick examples of I've used it myself. I called up my law firm 
in uh, in California. They're actually the law firm for the Los Angeles Dodgers. They're the law firm for some rent-a-car places. But we are their biggest client because we pay them just under $2 million a month to represent our over 400,000 400, members in the state of California. And so I am like a rock star or a movie star who has access to not one, but 49 different attorneys in every area of law to get answers. So the last time I had a speeding ticket, I used to get lots of speeding tickets. I, I, for some idiotic reason, we decided to drive from California down to uh, West Texas to see some family. On the way back, I'm on this road in, uh, in uh, New Mexico, heading north to Albuquerque, you know, turn left, go through Bakersfield and up, you know, go north. And uh, so it's, if you've been to New Mexico, you know, it's like desert on both sides of the road. And there, it, was a, it was a very nice uh, paved, beautiful interstate highway. I'm going a little fast. Okay, I, I confess. And, uh, and this, this, this one car comes slowly down the other direction. Sure enough, it's a police officer. He does a U-turn. Very nice gentleman. I respect police officers. I have family members that are yeah. police officers and veterans, by the way. Uh, I, I work with a lot of veterans as well. And uh, so he, he writes the ticket. He says, uh, hey, do you have any questions? I says, yeah. Is it true that Billy the Kid was killed in that town back there? <laughs> you know, for some reason, he just did not have a sense of humor, man. I don't know. What <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> that would throw me off if I'm the cop. I'm going to be like, wait, what? Like right off the bat, I would be laughing. I'm like, what? That's all. I, I like you for having fun with the police. Sorry, go ahead, Dave. So here's the here's the cool part. We have an we have an app. I have an app on my phone for my legal plan and my identity theft plan, and I can pull. I can before I leave this the curb of the road, I can take a picture of the speeding ticket. It goes automatic to my law firm in California in Los Angeles, and also they found me an attorney to represent me in Albuquerque. Who rep I did not have to go to court, uh, did not have to show up. I get this letter from the Albuquerque attorney who says, uh, 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 the Honorable Buddy J. Hall uh, issued you a 90-day deferred sentence and an $80 court cost. I paid nothing for the Albuquerque attorney. I paid nothing for the Los Angeles attorney. I paid the $80 court cost, but here's the cool part. No points on my license, no increase my insurance. Well. I I need you when I get pulled over. Like next time I get pulled over, because I I've been told I have a lead foot. I don't know. I just the car likes to go fast. I just let it do its thing. <laughs> and, and, but like I need that type of help from you. Like Dave, that's a pretty cool thing to be able to like have that connections where you're able to do this, and the cops are. I, I wish I had that. Like I, you're going to be my new best friend, just so you know, so that way we can I can get away with this. Well, have the cool part. Is, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Bob. Go ahead. I'm listening. Have you ever had a cop pull you over and uh, instead of giving you a ticket, give you money? Uh, <laughs> well, that's an answer to prayer. <laughs> I have. Right. I honest to God did, man. It was it was crazy. Chief of police in Winterset, Iowa, pulled me uh, over, and uh, I thought he was going to give me a ticket because I had a tail light or something on I walked over to him, stuck my hand out to shake or yeah, reached in to grab my wallet to get my driver's license out. And this guy comes up walking up to me with a grin like a possum eating something nasty. And I thought, 
this guy's going to be a prick, man. And he gets out of his car and I'm walking toward him and he just gets out and throws his hand out. And he says, man, I just had to meet the legend. And I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? You know, he said, I've been following you for two years on Facebook. I heard you were in town. I, I saw the bike. I ran the plate. I just had to meet you. Man. <laughs> oh, Swear my God. gosh. Chief of police winner said Iowa. His name's Kenneth Burke, man. I love it. I love it. See, it's the Harley, man. It's the Harley. Yeah, yeah. I love it. He, I love it. He love don't it. draw any chicks, but boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it draws chick. chicks from he, South Africa. I'm on my yeah. way, Uncle Bob. I'm on my way. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, my God. Michael's the worst damn chick magnet I ever saw. Not, not much of a wingman at all, man. <laughs> well, well, you know what? Uh well, you, you know what women in a bar say when somebody's trying to hit hit on them, right? Uh, hey, baby, what's your sign? No trespassing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, so go ahead, Elsa. I want to ask, um, do you only help people that have businesses and so with legal problems? Or do you help anybody like mothers that go through child support or, or, or those kind of things? Do you help them as well? Oh, that is a fantastic question. Absolutely, yes. Uh, we have uh, we have uh, family plans for individuals, families, single moms, uh, single dads, uh, whatever, and we have a, a, a full uh, array of services that that we offer. And uh, you know, just for another uh, quick example, if if I may, because. You know, when you're thinking about hours per hour with the typical average attorney, and I have a lot of attorney friends, quite frankly, that I highly respect, and the, there are others that are not respectable. Let me just put it that way. I was going to say I was going to say something else, but I won't say that. Um, but uh, for example, um, my wife had never been to Washington D.C. We wanted to go up and go to the Ford Theater and tour it. We had a, our congressman gave us a, a private tour of the Capitol, which was really cool. We're on our way up and uh, we decided to stay in a name brand hotel in Maryland, I think it was. And uh, so we get to the very nice hotel. Typically, we get to our room and there's ants crawling on the floor in the bathroom. There's crumbs on the floor. I politely went down and I says, hey, we have ants in our room. Uh, do you have a different room we can change to? He says, I'm sorry, sir. We're booked up. But what we'll do is we'll send one of our people up there with insecticide to spray your room full of insecticide. <laughs> and I thought, I don't think so. So we uh, we we checked out. We found another hotel down in D.C. And um, they billed us uh, anyway, three hundred and forty four dollars and ten cents at this hotel. And uh, so I thought, well, you know, we have an expression, uh, don't get mad, get legal shield. I did not get mad. I did not say, let me talk to your supervisor, which is totally worthless, as you we well know. Uh, and so I called my law firm at that time it was in North Carolina, and they wrote a nice, friendly demand letter to uh, not the hotel, but to the, to the president of the hotel chain. Uh, and when you send a letter to... Uh, to customer service, it goes to the customer service department. When you send a letter to their legal department, totally different story. A week later, one week later, we got a refund for $344.10. I'm not going to pay an attorney 400 bucks for that letter. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's uh, so 
how can people be able to have these types of benefits like you have, like signing up? Do I, can they sign up to be in your, on your app? How do they get involved? Like, cause Bob, I know is he's, he's doing what he can to give back. And I know if I give Bob $50, 40 of that's going to go to somebody else and 10 goes to him just because he has such a big heart. Sure. How can we get people like him? Like how do they know they can use this service to be able to help uh, to be as cool as you, Dave? Oh, stop it, please. I'm embarrassed. Not, not really. <laughs> um, um, no, actually, this is so cool. Um, uh, let me just mention our CEO, Jeff Bell, is a friend of mine. He actually worked, he actually worked uh, uh, directly for, for uh, Bill Gates at Microsoft and invented the Xbox and Halo. And all that. So he's really big in the subscription-based model. And he also ran uh, ran Ford Spain. He was high up in the, the Ford company and stuff like that. All that to say, he is so techy that he has come up with a way. My my company website. You can go on my website. You can go through the plans. There's a little two minute video about each plan to explain it. Then there's a, a learn more button. You can see about the whole thing. I'll get on there with you and walk you through signing up anywhere in the United States and or Canada, all seven provinces of Canada. Last year we added Quebec and, and we have French speaking, French, French speaking members as well. So I can show you how to do that. Uh, and it's all, it's all online. It's all digital. You'll get a, you get a digital membership number that day. You'll get access to your attorney that day. Uh, and uh, you can ask questions. I actually send out a letter. That's my letter that shows you, here's how you talk to an attorney. So make sense. Oh my gosh. Yes. Perfect sense. I, I just shared your website for everybody here. You can see the link on the bottom, guys. And this is his. This is Dave's website. Go over there, click on it. There's reviews. There's everything. Uh, really quick, because I know this could be something that is an easy distraction for everybody. But what is your uh, Kenya project that uh, that you work mm. on and all that? The Kenyan Children's School, because that caught my attention as well. And I want to be able to bring attention to that because that is a really great thing that you're do that you do. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Well, um, uh, uh, my uh, daughter and son-in-law started that in 1999 and, and a, uh, in a conversation that with their with their porter. They were over there to, on a photo safari vacation. And uh, as it turned out, they made friends with him. And he says, hey, we have a need. Our kids are in this remote Maasai tribe area in southwest Kenya near the Maasai Mara, you know, across from the Serengeti where all the uh, lions and tigers and elephants are and all that stuff. They were meeting under trees with a blackboard. So he built the, they built their first school. And all these years later, we now have, I think, 10 schools, 14, wow. 15, 1500 uh, children uh, from preschool to eighth grade. And in Kenya, it's the British system. So you have to take a test to even go to high school. And uh, for the first time ever, all of our graduates are passing the test or making it to high school. They actually have to pay to go to high school, bring their own bed, bring their own desk and everything else. So wow. I was kind of an innocent bystander. I got to, I got to go on that trip about six times and do some teaching and and uh, speaking over there. And all the campuses have these little little church buildings that are used for a daycare, I think, something like that. So it's been very I've been very blessed to just be in, you know, be involved to help out in any way that I can. You know, I'm not a. I didn't start it. I'm not the founder. I was on the board for a while, and and then again, as you mentioned, I'm also in a on a board with my friend uh, Nick uh, Nick Palermo. I think Palermo. I think that's Irish. I'm not sure, 
<laughs> but no, he's a dear friend of mine. We worked with the board for disabled uh, uh, teenagers and adults. And uh, since my son had cerebral palsy, I've always had a, a big heart for that organization as well and connecting with people that uh, have serious, uh, serious needs. I think uh, I'll tell you real, real quick, uh, Bob, that um, my son-in-law served in Iraq with the 101st Airborne. He came home and worked for the, for the police department. And, and out of all the crazy things that are happening now, he, his PTSD kicked in and uh, he wrote a book on, veteran, on Memorial Day. He released it on Memorial Day called From Service to Civilian. And he talked about how close he came to suicide. And I helped him with a little video that I did for him from here where I am in Costa Rica. And uh, um, it hit, I, not because of me, but it hit the, uh, on that day, it hit number 12 bestseller on oh. Amazon. Uh, that day, I wanted to get the word out about veterans, and I've, of course, I've told, I've told the story of meeting Bob Dole at at a, at a baseball game in Can Kansas City years ago, and Bob Dole used to show up at a at a veteran who had a a Vietnam veteran who had this kind of veterans cafe with all these letters and pictures and stuff. So I'm really passionate about the veterans as as well and helping them with what you guys are are doing. Um, uh, in fact, uh, I interviewed these guys, uh, John Galena and Dale Beatty. They were in the North Carolina National Guard. Their Humvee got blown in the air by a, by a, a buried uh, landmine, and uh, Dale lost his legs but came back to artificial legs to be a drummer in a rock band. And John and J John, they made the, I interviewed them on my radio show uh, north of Charlotte the day after they made the cover of Time magazine uh, as a, 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 a uh, America's uh, new greatest generation. And so I'm very, I'm very honored to work with veterans, know veterans, help, help veterans. And what they do is they actually remodel disabled veterans homes to retrofit them Whoa. for disabled veterans all across the United States. Now they started out small and are very well known. So right. yeah, that PTSD thing, man, that, uh, that's, that's bad stuff. I mean, uh, yeah. I used to do a lot of uh, uh, work with people with PTSD, and I always had compassion, always had sympathy for them. But, in, brother, when I experienced it myself, it went to a whole new level. That That is such an incredibly, uh, it can be a, dil a debilitating thing. Yep. So because of men, the way we kind of are wired, you know, from my, our generation, you know, we don't show emotion and that kind of stuff. And I was like, I can deal with this. I can beat this. But I damn near, I mean, it, it was close. If it wasn't for my faith and Bullwinkle here, I probably would be dead today because, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I, I in, in a, just a couple of months' time, I lost my wife. I lost my home. I lost my job. I was under criminal investigation for uh, insurance fraud. I mean, I lost everything in just yeah. a couple of months' time, man. And that, and that, and what I witnessed that that caused all this in my life, man. Oh my! I still, uh, I, I don't think I've slept a whole night through in six years just because of the the dreams, the all the images you can't. That PTSD thing is bad, man. And, and guys oh, yeah. need to ask yeah. for help. I mean, it, there's no yeah. shame 
in hell yeah. and asking for help. That's right. That's right. Yeah, my dad. My dad served in the Army Air Corps in World War II before the Air Force, and uh, mm -hmm. and uh, he he was uh, in in intelligence. He was a teletype operator behind enemy lines and stuff. And you know, in those days, it was called shell shock. And yeah. you know, those guys did. You know, my dad died young. He was only forty nine when he passed away. But but um, you know, they didn't talk about it. They no. they just they just stuffed it. Right. It's yeah. it's called yeah. stuffing it. You yeah. Know? Yeah. 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 But, but so, yeah, I, I encourage anybody, man, don't don't think you're a man enough to deal with it, man. Get help. Uh, I mean, get yeah. help because, you know, it doesn't just affect you. It affects everybody around you, man. And, and if oh, yeah. you take your own life, my God, the de I, I have four friends today who are dealing with suicides, man. And yeah. you don't yeah. want to do that to your family. You don't. Suicide is a permanent solution to a temporary problem, and don't go mm. there, man. Ask for help. Yep. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen to that. Uh, yeah. I, I like how you're phrasing that because uh, yesterday we did a veteran show. We do a veteran show every Thursday. It's called Veterans uh, Victor Tango. It's uh, ah. they I, I like that. It's a show made by veterans for veterans to help veterans, and yeah, the show's only been on for couple months now like two months and i have to be honest it's something that i've been blown away by because we get more people that reach out and say hey thank you guys for putting this on i didn't know how i could get help with the va i didn't know how i could like fill out my paperwork because for real it is things as small as hey my paperwork doesn't make sense and because of that ptsd they don't even realize that it's triggering them and they're not able to fill out their paperwork to get the help they need. So yeah. we've been getting, able to connect them with vets that are like, hold on, let's show you how to do this. Here's a video. And here's what we're doing to provide other things. Like here's vets going fishing, like the veterans fishing thing to break their minds yeah. free and have those conversations. It's so hearing you guys talk about it is just, I love that. And I have to just give that shout out because we're talking about vets about yesterday's show because we've received two emails this morning of people saying, thank you so much. My PTSD has been horrible. I needed help. And they got their, not only help, but they got their paperwork in and they know that that, that, that finishing that paperwork is an accomplishment for a lot of people. And man, did that make a big deal. Yeah. So I just had to jump in there with that one. Um, and, and that's every Thursday at what time? 6 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, every Thursday, 6 p.m. And that way you could turn it on in the background. And while you're cooking dinner, you're getting home and all that, just let it play off of something and you just listen to the positivity. And when you hear that part that says, yo, I, 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 that's what I need. I needed to help with that. That's where you start to get it. And we just want to fill you with positivity. Help those want, people out. I want to, uh, Brandon, I want to promote that for you. And let's talk later. And I'll do a little you, on my YouTube channel, do a YouTube uh, video with you on that. I want to promote the heck out of that for you, man. Yeah. I would love that. Thank you so much. And honestly, that's the one show I'm not on. I don't, I just pop, pop in the comments because I, I'm not a vet. My grandpa is, my cousins are, I'm not, but. I see the, the mental impact it's causing on our generations yeah. on from yeah. yours to mine to all the, after this. And we need to love one each other. So that's what I'm 100% Dave, but I want to so, know more about making Bob six figures. I'm sorry. I got to take a step uh, back oh. here. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, well, uh, before I answer that question, I, uh, Hey, Bob, I won 
the Guinness Book of World Records for Brandon when he said, uh, what is your what is your favorite quote? So along with what you started the program with with me, uh, Brandon, let me read this real quick, because this is from uh, I got this at a Zig Ziglar event, which is all positivity uh, years ago. Yes. And it was a guy named Tom Hopkins. And he handed out the shower hanger, which I laminated called. He was a famous California real estate guy. Tom Hopkins, morning mental wake up. I will win. Why? I'll tell you why. Because I have faith, courage, and enthusiasm. Today, I'll meet the right people in the right place at the right time for the betterment of all. I see opportunity in every challenge. I'm terrific at remembering names. Not. <laughs> when, I, when, I, when I fail, I look at what I did right and not what I did wrong. I have clearly defined goals. I never take advice from anyone more messed up than I am. I, I never let a negative thought enter my head. I am a winner, a contributor, an achiever. I believe in me. <laughs> so I did, being a, vet, being a veteran's lingo, I mean, uh, a Marine of all things, um, I work with a, a retired, uh, uh, he is a retired major general in the Marines that is actually part of my coaching guys oh. that I work guys that I work with. But I know there's a great expression that we won't tell people what it means, but you may know what FUBAR means. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, let me get back to answering your question. I apologize for I don't apologize, no. actually. I really don't apologize. I just wanted to get that out there because it's all about the message right now. Um, exactly. So uh, at, I, go ahead, Dave. I'm sorry. Oh, no. Well, uh, I don't know how close we are to the end here, but I did want to say that what I'm doing to to kind of chat with people is um, I, I'm giving out my website, uh, Dave Henning Online. It goes to my calendar scheduler page. Well, I will be glad to gift you with a 15-minute talk, whether you're a business owner or a family member. I will talk to you for 15 minutes and... Uh, uh, you know, I used to get my uh, I used to do commercials for one hundred dollars a minute. So add that up times 15. That might be the value of this thing. I'm not sure. But uh, anyway, I'll give you 15 minutes to talk about this. And what I do is I will invite you or anybody who wants to learn more about this six figure income thing. We actually have a show tomorrow with a guy uh, in, that was a, a lawnmower guy right out of high school. He mowed lawns for a living until he got involved in this company. He's been with this company for 30 years and he makes uh, multiple six figure incomes now um, every year, whether he works or not. Um, I have a friend who, uh, I have a friend uh, who was a surfer in California. Uh, his son died, I believe, uh, might've been a, of, of a peculiar thing. I won't say what it was. He ended up being so um, depressed, let's say maybe, and he, he got a one-way ticket to Europe and to Latin America, stayed away for two years. And we, when he came back, he had more money in his bank account than when he left wow. because, it's, because it's all about the residual income. And I can show you how to do that. For some that want to be on the, on the free uh, company webinar tomorrow that explains the whole thing, basically in 30 minutes, you'll get the, the big picture in 30 minutes. Uh, Fill out the form on DaveHenningOnline.com. Get in touch with me. Don't need to be a small business owner, uh, and I'll talk. I've got time later today. I've got time early in the morning, and uh, and I'll get you that link to get on this show to this to to hear this this guy explain. Hey, here's what I did, and here's how it works. Make sense? 
Absolutely. I love that. That's so nice of you. I've put the link in there. I've, you've already had two or three people say they're going to get back to you right away, like right off the bat. So that's great news. And guys, the class is tomorrow. You could sign up for, for the 15 minutes. Just take advantage of that and be able to maximize. Dave's giving something that he is amazing at. And he's saying here, come ready to learn and be able to give the best to yourself. This is amazing that he does this. So Dave, when I move in with you, I know you said no, but don't worry. It's going to happen, all right? I, I oh, promise. Oh, come on. Oh, come on. <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm turned, a cool cook. <laughs> I and I'm pretty down, clean. I, I turned down a six-figure uh, salary type thing uh, yeah. about two and a half years ago, man. I, I mean, yeah. I met a guy. Uh, he's actually the drummer, uh, former drummer for Three Dog Night. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, he has, his name's Mike McMeal. He has a program called the Inner City Slickers, where he takes uh, inner city kids out to ranches and stuff. Awesome. He, does, he brought a bunch of them out to the ranch, and I stayed out. We got to talk, and his wife had just died shortly before that, so we had a connection there. I worked with him that day, and uh, at the end of the day, he's like, "Brother, you have to write a book." And I told yeah. him, I'm trying to, but I just don't have the discipline. I don't know how to do it. I don't know what I'm doing. I need a ghostwriter or something. So anyway, the next day I worked with him again and he had to fly back to Nashville. And at, uh, at dinner, he said, brother, you need to do a reality show. And I just laughed. So <laughs> he went to the airport, went back to uh, Nashville. And then two days later, he called me and he said, brother, I just got off the phone with my friends in California and they want to talk to you about a, re uh, a reality show. And I had to say, no, I can't do that. I, yeah, I, I, yeah. Because the, the things that I do, if people, the people wouldn't reach out to me to come and do what I do if they thought there was a damn camera crew with me. And he kept saying, brother, you don't know the money, man. I was like, brother, I don't do what I do for the money. I do this right. because I love these people right. and I want to help them. And this would be a deterrent to what I do. So I I could be living fat and happy right now, but instead yeah. of living happy. Yeah. <laughs> by, the way, by the way, Bob, I was at the real Woodstock in 1969. Oh, in the yeah. Catskill Mountains, I was 17 years old, but that's an aside. To your point, I want to address that point because some people, they're not interested in you know being fat and lazy and, and all this stuff and having all this money coming in. Uh, the point is, whatever your need is, if you just need to make a car payment, I can show you how to make an extra three, $400 a month, very simply, an extra 3,000, two, 3,000 a month. It's, 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 your, it's your business, it's your call. We're, you don't work for me, you don't work for us. Mm -hmm. We're a team, and, and whatever you want to do is what we want to help you accomplish and be successful at that. Because all of us, especially nowadays, with thousands of people in corporations being laid off of work or told, don't come back. And some people says, I'm not coming back anyway, so why, why are you bothering me? So, so people need a way you know, to make that rent payment, make that car payment, pay off those credit cards. It's a simple, simple system. You don't, I don't need salespeople. Uh, I don't need uh, hustlers. Uh, you know, shills, none of that right. stuff. Right. Uh, so I just want to talk to you. Again, it's not for everybody. It may not right. be for you. Won't hurt my feelings. I just want to get you the information. Mm -hmm. You decide. And whatever your goal is, glad to help. I'm here for you, man. Amen. <laughs> That's really cool, brother. Yeah, yeah. There's so much. There's a need out there. I, I, I see it every day. I mean, it, it's incredible. The, the amount of people that are hurting today, I, it, it's overwhelming. I mean, it is, yeah. it is, yeah. and there's not enough, uh, I don't know, there aren't enough people doing 
yeah. the kind of thing that I do. There, there just isn't. I, I, and yeah. I run into it. I have people following me in 60 countries around the world. So my phone is like wow. every time. So I'm hearing all the time, every day. And there's yeah. such a need for what you're doing here, brother. Well, and I can help you write your book too, by the way. I can oh, show yeah. you how to I can show you how to write the book. It's, it's easier than you think. And I'll be glad to share that with you personally. No extra charge. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I got a, man, I got like five books. I got, I got yeah. six years of life on the road, yeah. meeting the strangest, most incredible people. I, I got some so stories, cool. man. <laughs> That's so cool. It's all about the stories, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, that's what that's what I do, and I just wanted to get the, get the word out that I I want to help people, and I want to say, Brandon, what you said at the beginning, yes, there is hope. We can find we can find hope in some of the worst situations yeah. we find ourselves in, and there is hope, and I I'll be glad to uh, to yeah. share that that hope message with anybody who who is right. willing to li listen. Right. I found a, a really cool message of hope one day. I had to I had to do this thing at last minute. I was. So I've got to speak on an Easter Sunday morning and I had like maybe an hour's notice and I thought, oh my God. Well, I was reading this story about the women on the way to the uh, grave to, to take care of Jesus's body. And yes. one of the, one of the, I forget which book, which of the uh, um, gospels it is, but it names three women specifically that go to the tomb. It names Mary, Joanna, and Mary. Now names are incredibly important in the scriptures, incredibly important. Mary means bitterness and sorrow. And, but the name that was in the middle of that name, the name Joanna, who was a maiden of uh, Herod or somebody, her name means the goodness of God. And right. like, mm, in between right. the darkness, they're going dark into the to see Jesus, their dead friend, whatever, and it don't look good at all. But in the middle of that darkness, because those women were faithful to their dead friend, instead of going and finding a dead friend in a tomb, they got to meet the risen Savior because of their faithfulness to him. It looked bad, but in the midst of that darkness, the goodness of God is always at work if we don't give up. That's exactly right. Bob, may I may I follow up with a little story about Absolutely. a veteran? This is a God story. I had a friend named Fred Smith. He had a little Christian bookstore on this little old-fashioned downtown Main Street in the town I lived at called Race City, USA, where all the NASCAR teams are. Fred Smith, and he had a little Christian bookstore, Fred and Rosie. And next door, they had a little storefront church, which I actually got to preach in a time or two. And uh, Fred never knew what happened to his father. His father was in, was in the military over in Vietnam, and his father passed away, and the, the army would never tell him what happened to his dad. Fred, Fred and I used to go down to Richard's Cafe, the one that the veteran guy that had all these pictures on the wall and letters. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, and Richard says, Fred, uh, tell me, and there was a picture of a helicopter, but there was a helicopter picture. And Richard said, that's the helicopter that I was the pilot of. And, and, and so Richard said, Fred, tell me what happened to your, what happened to your father. And, and Richard, get this, Richard is not even from North Carolina. He's from Iowa, but he's living in North Carolina with this little cafe veterans store where I used to get peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. <laughs> um, and, and, uh, and Rich, so Fred tells him, well, I don't know. This is all I know that, he, you know, they wouldn't tell me. Richard said, Fred, sit down. I got to tell you what happened because 
because because your father crossed over into another company country i think it might have been cambodia and we were not supposed to be there at that time the military would never tell you what happened but i want to tell you what happened i was the helicopter pilot that went and picked up your dad his his uh, his his plane crashed into a mountain in cambodia i'm the guy that brought your dad back can you believe that that god god brought these two guys together to, to, yeah. to, to, so Fred could know what happened to my daddy. Yeah. Wow, that, that is, is amazing. Powerful. That's powerful stuff. Yeah, that is a god. <laughs> so yeah. Dave, you've been all you and I when we met last time. Your internet was having some problems, and you were worried and all that. Where are you today? Because I know you live like you you you're a traveler, and you do a lot of really like cool things, and you've lived in different places. Where are you at now? Well, I'm actually on the Pacific coast of Costa Rica in a famous old surfer town where all the Huntington Beach surfers would come in the off season. And there's a guy named here named Robert August who is on that classic film, uh, uh, Endless Summer, the big surfer movie. Robert actually lives here. He's a 75-year-old hippie who drove down here in a school bus years ago. And he still is creating custom uh, surfboards here. So now it's a big tourist town and there's thousands of people that come here and you, I moved. Yeah, go ahead. Have you eaten at the, in that restaurant? Just the crash plane up in the hill there up outside on it's, oh. right, I, I was there a few years back and caught, uh, went sailfish fishing and rooster fishing and had dinner in that restaurant there that the plane, I don't know what kind of plane, the big DC something or other there. Oh, I've seen it, but I have not been there. But I have been to the one where uh, I I walked in back in February, and Robert was playing "Endless Summer" in the restaurant and narrating it. It's called it's called uh, Witch's Rock Restaurant, <laughs> and the and the sign out out front, which is actually true, is nachos as big as your ass. <laughs> And then, and then, if that's if that's too big, they have a half-assed nacho as well. <laughs> <laughs> the name to your half-assed nachos, you know, I love it. Uh, so I had to run away really quick. I'm moving into a new place, and my yeah, friends yeah, yeah. came over last night, and they gave me a present. And I think it's just serendipitous of how the world works, the universe works. Uh, from the 1969 <laughs> Woodstock. It's an actual deck of playing cards that was from Woodstock. And oh my gosh. dad gave it to them. And they're like, you need to have a good set of playing cards. Uh, so they brought me this because their dad and I are like really close too. He calls me his son. And that was their present for me. And then the other part of the present that I didn't grab because I was trying to be quick is uh, an actual part of a meteor that hit the earth. It's a little part of a meteor that I can have. Like, So they were like, these are your two presents to be able to have you welcome and christen your new house that you're moving into so it was pretty stinking cool I, don't give me that look I, I i have somebody sitting over here giving me a hard time today um but like it's one of these things where you mentioned it and that you were there and i'm like oh my gosh talk about like that happened last night like i i couldn't be more like wow it's serendipitous so dave we have about 10 minutes left and we usually end the show but i want to get at least one more part in for you before we go to the end okay yeah. i want to make sure we hit like is there anything in particular that you want me to make sure we get in because 
you talked about the connecting with you. We shared your calendar link for everybody. We've talked about being able to only work four hours a week. We've talked about how you've traveled and been a DJ and then what you're doing with, for your kids and all that being on the board with Kenya. What do you want to make sure everybody takes from this? Cause we've had, we've had a lot of good topics. And as we say here, the squirrels came everywhere today to make sure that we <laughs> the attention was going, but what do you want to make sure people walk away from that leap and say, God, I got to connect with Dave. He is an amazing man. Just like they say already. Well, um, I want to give you the definition of FUD, F-U-D. FUD, okay. stand, FUD write this down. There's going to be a test. <laughs> um, uh, FUD stands for fear, uncertainty, and doubt. Uh, uh, it scares you without presenting a solution with legal shield and id shield you can reduce your worry you can reduce your stress your panic lose the fear uncertainty and doubt uh let me be clear i'm not into abusing my legal plan or messing with people with frivolous lawsuits or getting revenge what i'm into is equal justice for all and as you know in the united states or anywhere else you only get as much justice as you can afford so we have made justice affordable for more people I just sent you earlier this morning uh, a lady who was stopped in her car at one o'clock in the morning and the police, I, I respect the police, so let me be clear. The police says, please step out of your car. And she they wouldn't tell her why. And so she got on her phone, tapped the app at one o'clock in the morning and got an attorney on the phone that said to the police officer, if it is your intention to question and de detain or arrest my client, please, uh, I represent her, I'm her attorney. And the police let her go. And what happened was the bottom, the end of the story is that apparently her car was target was uh, profiled for crossing the border into another state every Monday night. They thought she might be a cocaine dealer. As it turned out, she was actually going to a legal shield meeting every night. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, that's funny. So the point is, and she said at the end of her little two-minute video that I sent you, she says. I don't want this to happen to my son or my teenage drivers. So you have yeah. you have you have equal justice. You have access to attorneys for all the important things in your in your life. I'm on a mission to help uh, families and businesses restore peace of mind. It's all about having the help that you need when I don't know where to turn. And I got to tell you something. Uh, just the uh, people just go to Dave Henning online. Sign up for 15 minutes with me. I'll take. I'll take up to 10 or 12 calls today. and uh, But let me say this. Can I just say this, Brand, uh, Brandon? Absolutely, Dave. Thank you. I want to thank you for having me here. While people are writing down Dave Henning, H-E-N-N-I-N-G, online.com, I just want to thank you for having me here. It's been an honor and a privilege. I've been a big fan of your show when I discovered it and what you're doing here with, with veterans and with the CBD and with the show and everything else you're doing. Miss Carly, oh, amazing. And you've created, you know, you've really created an amazing, uh, you know, company that's a, a podcast rather. It's so meaningful and building meaningful relationships and getting results. And I really appreciate investing this time with you and your audience today. I'm so grateful. Um, do you have any other questions for me before we kind of wrap things up here, Brandon? Where do you base yourself out of, brother? I'm living in Costa Rica now. Oh, you're living there. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought she was on California. <laughs> no, I, 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 I escaped. 
Oh, okay. I'm a, I'm a refugee. I'm a refugee. I'm, there's a lot of American expats here. A lot of friends. Oh, yeah. I've made. Yeah. A lot of friends I've made here. Yeah, I met a lot of them when I was down there for a couple of weeks. Yeah. So, Dave, I I, I, I want to bring you back again because you you bring such a positive energy. You are a light that is amazing to so many people and they don't even like know it you you have an energy about you that's just so positive i want you to know how much i appreciate you coming on today um guys the link no matter whether you're watching facebook twitch linkedin youtube whatever you're watching on the link is provided here click and get your appointment in with dave because if you want to change your life it starts by taking that first step for yourself and then the other thing is, don't forget to sign up for his YouTube channel. I made sure to share the link on there as well. Oh, thank you. I just, you saw me hit subscribe, guys. Hit the subscribe, just like I tell you guys to do with us. Do it for Dave, because Dave deserves to be able to have, be seen, heard, and known. And this is a man who's doing everything he can. Um, I did get one thing that I have to make sure that I point out before we go, or before we go into the last part of the show, is our one of our loyal viewers, Mr. Panda, said, oh, FUD, it stands for Follow Your Dreams. And I thought that was amazing. I got to bring that in. I'm like, Panda, it's Pansu. I've learned my lesson. I've said it wrong so long. I talked to him on the phone once. He goes, it's actually Pansu. And I had to learn what it meant. I don't think you want to know the definition of it. Uh, it's pretty funny, though. But uh, Dave, go ahead, Dave. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned my YouTube channel. I've got 100 podcasts on there of some amazing people that you will inspire you. I, I love what I do. With the, that's the whole purpose is to, is to bring a valuable, positive stuff. You'll love my podcast. Check them out. Boom. Guys, subscribe. It's right there. All his links are in here. I, I've made sure to share what I can. I, I, guys, it's up to you to make sure you do yourself the best to put yourself forwards. So, Dave. The way we end every episode, no matter whether it's Monday or Friday, is we speak a word of positivity into the world, okay? So Bob will go first to show you how it's done because he's been here long enough and I never make him go first. Bob, I will Bob, go Bob. second. Yelp. Yeah. Can we, just, can we do go the wave? Second. Go Bob. Go Bob. Bob. Go Bob. <laughs> I will go second and then you are going to close out the show today giving that final word to everybody of positivity and take us out. Sound good? I'll think of something. <laughs> oh, you'll do great. I know you will. All right, Bob, tell us your amazing tech truth for the weekend, sir. All righty. Well, there was so much in this one. I really appreciate uh, everything we talked about today, Dave and uh, Brandon and Ilse. But uh, the thing that really got my heart was something that hit my own heart at one time. And I, wanna, I really want to encourage, because uh, I know there's people out there that are dealing with PTSD, and it's not necessarily just military. I mean, you can get some horrific uh, PTSD from the battle and whatnot, but there's also uh, PTSD that goes way beyond the battlefield. And I want to really encourage people, if you know somebody, if it's you that, that's struggling with it, get help. Get help. Don't don't try to do it yourself. You you don't want to do that. I want to encourage you. There's always hope. There's always uh, there's always a way out if we just don't give up. So if you're struggling today, don't give up. Don't give into mm -hmm. it, man. It's all about a battle for our mind. And if I, we can control the narrative up here, we can control the way we respond to situations in our world. I just want to take a, a, just a second here and pray for some people. 
So, Father, I just pray right now that, that those people that are struggling with the, the, the emotional, the, the, the uh, spiritual side of, of this PTSD or any struggles like that, I ask God that you would uh, bring someone to, into their world that will give them hope, that will give them uh, 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 some kind of assurance, Lord, that they're going to be all right. And I just pray that everyone that's, that's dealing with these stress things in their lives would find the peace that comes through you. And I just ask today that you'll give hope and you'll give purpose and you'll give vision to people who are hopeless and have no vision, no purpose. So I just ask that in Jesus' name. And then for the rest of you, have a great weekend, man. Go out there and love somebody. Go out there and love yourself first so you can love the other people around you uh, uh, the way they really need to be loved, you know. So just go out and make a difference. That's why we're in this world is to make a difference. And, you know, the, the one of my favorite quotes from the scriptures is uh, there's no greater love than to lay down your life for a friend so go out there and do that today lay your agenda down i don't necessarily mean jump in front of a bullet go out there and lay your life down i mean if you have to you have to what's the worst that happens you end up with jesus this afternoon <laughs> no, but go out I there mean, and love somebody make a difference i mean that's one way of doing it like you know bob's like hey if you gotta lay your life down lay your life down because at least you know you're gonna see jesus after that like yeah. it's a good you're looking at it, Bob. Win-win. Wow. <laughs> it's a win-win. That I didn't expect that. That that was funny. Um, I just want to have everybody be able to see how, when you really strive to be able to put your best foot forwards, even if when you wake up your slippers are full of dog poop, and it's absolutely not the way you want to start your day, know that it's your choice to make it a shitty day, or actually let it like. Just be something you wash off and keep going. Live your life to the best of your abilities and don't let the crap that can, throw it, that can be thrown at you, whether it's emotionally, spiritually, or even just somebody being a pain in the butt because that's how they are that day. Do yourself the favor of letting it just wash off of you and find the best version of yourself. Amen. Take a moment today, sign up for Dave's class because it's going to be worth it. And... Give this a podcast, an episode, a uh, like, a share, and a comment because the algorithms only go by how you guys help it run. Uh, so please just help us do what we can to keep spreading positivity, love, and building a community of individuals who know that they can change the world just by starting with a change in themselves. Thank you, guys. That was awesome, Brandon. Awesome. Uh, I wrote this down just now because I'm a copywriter, too. Uh, you, uh, you have a purpose. We, all three of us are saying the same thing. You have a purpose. Find your purpose. Find your passion. And then you will find peace and forgiveness and truth. Pilate said to Jesus, when Jesus was being questioned, what is truth? And I think uh, I think Bob hit the nail on the head. No pun intended on the nail thing on, on Friday, Friday. But um, there is an answer. There is hope. There is forgiveness. And there is a truth that is the real deal. So God bless you guys. So nice to be with you. I'm here for you anytime. What a great episode. Guys, have a yeah. wonderful one. Be the change you want to see in the week. In the, be the change you want to see in the world this weekend. Thank Amen. you guys so much. Dave, I'll see you backstage in a second. Have a good one, guys. Hey, Thank God you. Bless Thanks, you guys. Bye. God bless.